0: Welcome to another video sewed, pot of sewed, whatever the hell we're called, the between the sheets podcast. We're on the first and third Friday of every month at seven p.m. Pacific on the United Broadcasting Network. We have Tony. Believe it or not, Tony, the station owner, is running the boards for us. I think it's because he wanted to meet Sharon Glass. Hi, that's Tony. Their fucking hats. That's our guest tonight. Um, I before you know, you can follow us. On Instagram, QTE Brat. Um, follow our, or like our Facebook page. We will take Collins. Sharon's three hours ahead. So um, she'll be on for the whole yes. fucking time. So I took a Ritalin and I have a cup of coffee. All right. Yeah. And it's, so if you want to call in, it's three two three I'm sure we're going to get a lot of calls tonight. Yeah. So please be patient. Do not hang up. It's just—it's not like a normal phone thing. It's an internet shit, and it's all internet.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So,
0: um, so just be prepared. But if you get hung up, if you hung up, it's not like we blew you off. Please call back three two three five two four two five nine nine. I wanna—I will introduce the girls. Uh, we have back, amazing comedian, beautiful woman,
1: <laughs>
0: and you can find her online on Facebook every single day with her chats. That Aww. is. Jenny McNulty.
3: Yay. Thank you, Gayanne. Very, very very happy to be here. What is it like in the future? You're three hours ahead. Tell us. I know it's very dark, (laughs) very dark.
0: (laughs) Um, Also, 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 um, one of my goddess sisters, Looking stunning and half naked, as, as we like it, as always. Um, Cara Noble, Cara, what are you <laughs> doing?
1: Live, Cara? Good evening, all. Um, I um, I I've been very busy organizing all my broken pieces for my next mosaic. But I just wanted to say I wish we would go back a few hours and Ruth
0: Bader Ginsburg was not dead. <laughs>
1: now, we'll talk
0: about that. I know. And then, of course, Cheryl Murphy, our resident yes. medium guidance counselor, therapist, who knows. So <laughs> oh you my been God. Of, you've been doing a lot of um so stuff with all your your things. What, what are, what's going on?
4: Doing, doing a lot. Well, you know, I just, uh, I'm a part, I'm an author now in a compilation book. Oh. So you've been seeing me a lot. Ooh. Yay. It's called The Last Breath on Amazon. You'll be seeing a lot of me right now on my Facebook, but it's so, I'm so happy to be here. And I just honor all of you goddesses and Sharon, just, I'm so honored. Thank you. I'm just worked out that I'm here tonight. I love the synchronicity that we're, oh, we're together and I get to winning, meet you.
0: Cheryl. Thank yep. you. Thank you all right so now
4: compilation of books is that like a whole shitload it's- of books it's like a whole, of- a whole mess of authors yep everybody <laughs> so that I- is the
3: merriam-webster definition actually a whole <laughs> shitload,
4: a whole shitload
0: of- <laughs> speaking of books um i'll take you down memory lane very 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 quickly um with sharon um Sharon, I worked on, when I first started CBS in 1989, yes, that's how long I've been there. Uh, um, I've always was a fan of Cagney and Lacey and I've been at CBS so long, everyone was like, so you worked on Cagney and Lacey? I'm like, no, no, I'm not that old. Um, but but, <laughs> yeah. but I always, as every lesbian did, they had, a you know, no one, everybody loved, you know, Lacey but every lesbian was in love with Cagney and 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 I was one of those because she's a blonde and we like blondes um but in any event you know I moved to California got a wonderful job at CBS still here and actually in my office today and I'll explain that later um doing the podcast and the first show one of the first shows I was assigned to for a pilot and I'd never done this job before was a show that Sharon's husband, Barney Rosenzweig, produced called The Trials of Rosie O'Neill. Oh my God. And of course, um, I was like, she was one of the first celebs that I ever met and, and like had to like talk to. So having a kind of crush on her and like, oh my God, pinching myself that I ended up in this business um my first day on set, I think I vomited. Um I really did before I went in her trailer to meet her. You <laughs> did not. Oh my god. I did. I like I almost I vomited like a little. Um and cause I was so <laughs> just in your mouth. Just in my mouth, It's just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> and what ensued was, you know, they used to film downtown in in um little little Tokyo. And I remember That's and hard. we worked with CBS on Beverly and Fairfax. And Sharon and I hit it off so much and she took such care of me um, in a way because I was a deer in headlights that oh almost God. every single night after mm-hmm. I left my job at 5 30 I drove the opposite way to go home to always end my night in her trailer on their set because she made me feel welcome. unfortunately she already took oh. booze she already had been she already was on the wagon with everything so it wasn't, I fun. was, you were, you were <laughs> you just, you had just stopped drinking. You still were smoking though. That was cool. Um, but she used to bring a few of us into her dressing room in her trailer, it was a trailer and ply us with but martinis. The bar was open. Yep. you plied us with martinis. The and bar cigarettes. was open in my trailer. And so who wouldn't as a 20 something year old wanna like, li- I was living the, the dream, but that really oh, butted a God. friendship. And she is a mentor. And she took me to Musso and Franks. She just showed me what Hollywood was and, and the right way. And she oh. wasn't a bitch. She didn't stab me in the back like a lot of them. She just was really very supportive. Right. And that moved on to after Rosie O'Neil, then we decided CBS to do the movies of the week. And we did the Cagney and Lacey movies that's right <laughs> my god you know me better than i do i know <laughs> and you were sober for christ's sake and <laughs> no, um, that was the problem <laughs> that was the problem and so and then oh she used to have a beach house in broad <laughs> beach and sure did. and that house was kind of like like she would like i was there not all the time but i was she was gracious enough to come there which is the first time before the movies of the week i but, have those pictures that you took i know there. And you're probably still using them cuz you look the same. And um yes. and, was, and I will never forget we were in her living room or it was just a really cool fucking house and all of a sudden like the doorbell rang cuz there were no cell phones and who shows up on your doorstep but Tyne Daly.
2: Now I knew, well, let me show you. I talked to her today and you? she sends her love to you. Oh. But that was like me today and
0: I told her what I was doing. Oh. No, yeah. So then I was totally like, oh my God, I'm with Cagney and fucking Lacey, oh my God. And we just had so much fun. But and again, moving forward, we did the Cagney and Lacey and Sharon and I have always been um, in touch here and there. Um, it, um, but she, it, you know, you mean the world to me. You always have, I love you. I always have loved you. I've always appreciated what you've done for me, um, even though you have- big so back idea at you. you for me. So back at you, because you always took care of me.
2: Always. Well, I had to suck up to you. I needed a good picture. I had to suck <laughs> up to you because I thought we'd be in bed together at some point. Or at least I'd get a tongue from you, for Christ's sake. <laughs> we laughed so hard in those, oh my God, we laughed so hard. I
0: can't believe you're still there. I'm wow I'm still there. I'm lucky to think have not thrown my that's old that's ass that's out, it. you know. Um, but. That is sort of how, so Sharon and I have had a friendship um, since 1989, and that doesn't happen a lot. Um, wow. So now she lives in Florida. She's still happily married, which is a huge testament.
1: Amazing. You,
0: Amazing. you want to know the secret to
2: my my marriage? Yes. yes. Separate bathrooms.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: Totally. And never spend too much time in the same city at the same time. I travel a lot. Now, I've been home here for six months. (laughs) It's just starting to turn bad. (laughs) But but we've been really very loving and sweet to each other and sort of amazed at it.
1: (laughs) And now it's just starting to get a little ugly. (laughs) This is an English expression. Are you having Barneys with Barney? Am I having Barneys with Barney? It means rouse, having a round. Oh, yes. Having it a
2: brownie
3: night.
2: Having <laughs> <Never laughs> no, a bony, night at the sway <laughs> at the Rosen
3: I'm really glad that story turned out good because it started out really stalkery. <laughs> first I was on the one set, and then I followed you over. <laughs> oh, no. This is the kid. i the
0: kid. <laughs> kid. But She was the first one. It's like I told you the other day, there were three actresses in my very beginning at CBS, that sort of took me under their wing. And it was Sharon, Suzanne Plachette, and Audrey Meadows. And What good
2: company am I in? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they all said to me, you're abroad. And I knew once they said I was abroad, I knew I was going to survive in this fucking town. You belong, that's right. (laughs) So, but enough about the whole story. So now you guys know how how long Sharon and I have known each other, but you know, look, she was Cagney and Lacey was huge, Emmy. Emmy nominated, Emmy winning every everything. Then you did a whole bunch of movies. You did theater in London. You know, you're an accomplished actress. And that's before I mean that and Cagney, there was you had such a volume of work even before Cagney and Lacey that was stellar. And then you went on to <laughs> I'm not used to you plugging me. Okay, okay. I should have okay. been a publicist for Christ's sake. Okay. Where's Heidi? Where's Heidi when you need her? Um No <clears> throat> kidding. Throat> I know. Heidi Schaefer was her publicist. Remember Heidi? Yep. First Pat. First Pat Pat Kingsley. And then Heidi. And then Heidi. And then what happened is, um, you know, then she sort of did movies of the week in theater. And then she landed on a very groundbreaking LGBT plus LMNOP show um, on Showtime. Brought me back. Brought her back. And that was. Brought me back. Uh, Queer as Folk.
1: Oh, Queer as Folk, right, yes. And it
0: was originally based, I think, on an English series. Queer as Folk. And then the United States and then Showtime. And there you made your mark as Debbie Novotny. Everybody's favorite mom. Everybody's, flag, just such supportive. And you weren't really, I mean, the I'm always surprised when people say everybody's favorite mom. She was total goofs
2: to her son. (laughs) I mean, she gave him shit all the time.
3: Well, yeah, yeah but, but there it. was that undying love. The un—it was the acceptance. It was the all right. I'm gonna give you shit because you're a jerk, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> love you for who you fear. are. I don't care that you're gay, and and or not to I it mean, that way, but you right. know, it was just the acceptance and the and what you the, embrace. One of
2: people's favorite lines of Debbie's was, "I told Michael he was gay, so he didn't have to tell me."
1: ah uh, yeah nice and i'm but sure anyway, that, but
0: the, that show i didn't
1: before. write it i just got to say it
3: does <laughs> the matter you might as
0: well take credit for it um because the way you delivered it yeah there more. you go
3: it's all so, in the delivery
0: it's all in the delivery not the writing did shit. how many times you, know? you
3: say that to your partner right it's not what you said, it's <laughs> how, you how, said how you say it <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know and that you know and that was a groundbreaking show and you know like i said i mean jenny that
2: changed gonna, my life that show
0: you oh, know, what? I it changed change a, a lot of lives,
2: man. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, you know, and then you did that and then you carried on and then you were on burn notice.
2: I didn't want you to have to refer to your notes. I was going to say, Want well, me to give you the next one? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it all there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it all going on. <laughs> I studied it for Christ. You God. all look so beautiful and I'm half in dark. dark. Is it okay? No, oh, you, oh, you look
0: gorgeous. good. Oh, I didn't know how to light
2: these things. Oh, you're gorgeous. You're go-
0: I just have the light from the office. So I've just got shitty light too. Um, okay. But in any event, um, I want to say, first of all, let's start with this. Uh, I, ha- I was Thank told how to for say the this. you are welcome. It, it's only the beginning. Um, I've got more for you, Sharon. Um, it is Jewish holiday today. Today is Rosh Hashanah. So well, happy, happy New Year, everybody. Shana Tova. Someone told me how to say it because I was saying Shana Tova, and they're like, you're such a white girl. Uh, you're such a Catholic. I'm like, okay, happy Shana Tova. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. So how, how do you say it? Shana Tova. It's Shana, like, Shana Tova. It's Like the, the thing is, my friend Roxy told me it's on the A, so I'm just following. Anatova. Anatova. And if I'm not saying it right, blame Roxanne Harris. Um, and um, and then and then you know, for some somber news, in a way, and um, you know, R- Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away today. Um,
2: Godspeed to her, hey. yeah,
0: Godspeed hey. to her. She was. An enigma, she was wonderful. I mean, I think we all can- He
2: tried so hard to live until this election. Yes, believe me she
0: did. What a wonderful woman. Oh Oh, yeah. You know, and you know, like the thing is, you know, I don't want to talk about what could be. I think we just need to put out positivity in the universe that um, whatever happens will not be, will not set this country backwards more than it's set back with Trump as president. And let's hope his days are numbered. So everybody vote blue. And I've always said this, and you know, I'm honest. I'm not a huge fan of Biden. I'm just not, okay? Um, but I will not- Well,
2: get to be one.
0: Exactly. That's <laughs> my <point. laughs> Become one. My point is I'm not a fan, but <laughs> I know what I need to do. And that is to vote blue. So everybody, please get out and vote. I can't yes. imagine any Republicans watching this fucking show. First of all, you've got half <laughs> lesbians and half liberals. So I don't know who the, I mean. I, ah! Yeah.
1: <laughs> lesbians?
0: I'm lesbians? not lesbians.
1: Uh, but these oh. two, oh no, Cheryl isn't either, Jenny. No,
0: Cheryl and Kara yeah. are straight. They're breeders. If, if that's you know, right,
3: had you guys, you were born
0: that way. Exactly, thank you. I've sure. never had children, never so wanted everybody- them. So, everybody, you're watching Between the Sheets here mm-hmm. on United Broadcasting Network with our wonderful guest, my friend Sharon Glass. Please call in for questions, 323 524 2599. 9. So, Sharon, um, and I'll let everybody you can hear else. the phone just ringing. Don't wish for to it. Some <laughs> people are scared to call in. I don't understand. Um, but um, what, like, I know, okay, this, I love this, cause I'll talk, we'll I'll mention it. Everybody and,
2: thought I had died. So I think they're in
0: shock. <laughs> is she still around? Yes, no, they're not dead. You're you're the hottest looking Gemini. That's- I'm list. sitting down. You're That's little twice
3: little the compliment same. then.
0: You're a little older than me. So we're all in the same boat. We're all getting older. Nobody's getting I older. I say my age. All right, how old are you? Why don't you tell them? Go 77. ahead. Seventy-seven
1: never, never. No way no seven years old nice one baby
2: she's yeah. isn't she beautiful i you think so i beautiful. mean because
1: what i look like never. i
2: mean i just i i feel you know like i'm in my 30s yeah you
3: my mom's 92 she says the same thing she's like you never feel that you're yeah my mother used to say that too and i didn't know what she was talking about but now yeah it's crazy you go to florida and you got like 95 year old people with walkers going those old people are
2: up traffic right. <laughs> i'm sitting in
3: florida <laughs> right? there you go you yes, know I what i mean i am right now no one is old in florida am i right nobody would be like no, ever, no. <laughs> so um a lot I- of bad lifts
0: <laughs> <Florida>. <laughs> really so everybody, um, we can do with questions. I just want to plug Sharon one more time because I just have to say, um, Sharon is writing a book or it's almost complete. Um, it's hysterically funny. I haven't read it, but I know her and she's a wonderful storyteller and she is abroad and she tells it like it is and there's no sugarcoating it um, at all. Um, so I'm looking forward to reading it, but my favorite is the title and May, and we're not allowed to tell a lot of stuff from the book, Sharon? I thought it
2: up. Okay.
0: Now, it's called. What is it called, Sharon?
2: Apparently, there were complaints.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh, I love that. Is that good? <gasps> yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I was
2: in, how I came about this title is I was in Hazleton, which you're all too young to remember. It's like There was a lot of press about it. Anyway, Hazelton is a drug and alcohol rehab place in uh, in the U.S. It's sort of the the Harvard of the rehabs.
0: Isn't it Anyways, like Betty so I, Ford was? Kind of bet, Betty Ford Clinic, or was it different? Betty
2: Ford was fashioned after
0: Hazelton. Okay. Oh.
2: Okay. Yeah. Betty Ford came to Hazelton to see how to do it. Oh. Um. Uh. Anyway, I thought I was going to be sent to Betty Ford, but um. The, the doctor Elizabeth Taylor's doctor that they sent me to, um, said, um, I want you as far away from this oh. industry you're in and anybody in it. I said, Well, Elizabeth Taylor, you sent her to Betty Ford. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got a story about that. Go on though. Okay. Um
2: uh so anyway, he he um he said Betty Ford, the brochure at Betty Ford is fantastic. I understand. I mean she's done miracles. Uh, But the opening of Betty Ford's brochure is bring no scripts. And I'm serious, because so many people in our industry go to Betty. Um, And at Hazleton, it's bring no reading material. And he didn't want me anywhere near any actors or anyone in the industry. And um, should I tell you a story? Yeah, well, I tell tell it in my book. well, the guy there's a bar right near hazelton and i said to my best friend at the time she's now gone but um i said let's stop in and have a goodbye drink so she said great so we pulled into this place and um the bartender makes me probably the finest martini i've ever had I'm serious and then he said and then i said i'd like one more could i have it for the road I thought he'd think I was just going to go visit somebody at Hazelton, <laughs> who I was or uh, anyway, he called people magazine as soon as I left.
0: Oh, shit. Boston. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, anyway, these are stories that are, I'm not supposed to tell. It's a <laughs> wonderful. <laughs>
1: um,
2: yeah, that's a teaser. Yeah. Yeah. A teaser. Um But anyway, when I got out of Hazelton, um, some friends said, you were in Hazelton? Who are you doing in Hazelton? And I said, apparently, there were complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and Barney laughed at it. He was sitting there when I said it. He laughed at it, and it's always been sort of the deal. And so that's the name of my
1: book.
0: <laughs> so, Can I tell
1: you my Elizabeth Taylor story?
0: Yes, please. it's
1: exactly that. I'm assuming the same kind of time. When? What year was that, Sharon? 19, uh, let's see, when did Cagney and Macy end? 88? Oh, right, 88, OK. 88. I think Elizabeth Taylor was there earlier in the eighties. Yes, she was. Because I happened to be in LA with my then husband, boyfriend, whatever, and he had a friend, and she was Elizabeth Taylor's um, helper, and but she wanted to go- leave the country to renew her visa, you know, and mm-hmm. so we we were asked to look after Elizabeth Taylor's house while she was at Betty Ford, and well. we lived there for three days in her house. I don't, I don't think she ever knew she had a parrot. Yep. She had the and it was beautiful. She had a whole ward full, full of furs, uh, and I tiptoed around it. It was extraordinary, amazing experience that I had because of Betty Ford. Wow.
0: Um, nice. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Elizabeth Taylor, she had done a long time ago that CBS used to have the Monday night lineup of all comedies Designing Women, Murphy Brown, <laughs> and I worked on it. That's I right. On a single one. And Elizabeth Taylor came out with a fragrance line, her first fragrance line.
5: Mm. And
0: I said, I think a great photo would be all of the CBS ladies of comedy with Elizabeth Taylor. Because she was going to go from one series to another to another. So the whole Monday she made it, she was on every series. Oh, great.
2: Great. So
0: I called time. Did she do it? Hold on. Mm -hmm. Everybody here at CBS said she won't do it. You can't get her to do it. So I knew that one of her assistants was a big old queen that was a friend of mine. I totally bypassed um, Shen Sam, who was her girl, her woman, her publicist. And I said, she has to do this. I have to look good at CBS. So he put it in her ear. She said, yes. I got the girls to do it. We did a, a quick photo shoot with her and um, and Time Magazine ran it because it was- all Oh my God. Photo. And then, but before that, I had to do go to her house to do photo approvals. And she was in her bedroom. Yeah. and i was summoned into the bedroom and she goes come right here and i'm sitting in elizabeth taylor's bed doing photo approvals because it wasn't wasn't digital it was like through a loop and film oh my I'm god i am sitting here going in what part of my life <laughs> i ever think i'd be sitting next to elizabeth taylor no less in her bed doing photo approvals
3: and she was oh, so shit. cool she was You so might have cool. thought the first half just not the photo approval part right right for right. that I, I met her
2: once. We we had a. Do you remember? Do you remember when the Hilton, the Beverly Hilton,
0: had uh, the the uh, Polynesian restaurant? Oh, um, shit! Not Dantana um, Trader Trader Vicks. Trader Vicks. Yeah Trader
2: Vicks.
3: Yeah
2: and uh, the queerest folk gang. We were all doing a press thing in the bar that's like attached to this other private room, and um, I was peeking through the, the corrugated walls you know because I knew it was Elizabeth Taylor's birthday and she was in there all men not one woman was invited <laughs> Wow and I'm peeking through and these eyes are on the other side peeking at me <laughs> <laughs> and it was that uh, it was that um, oh God you know the dermatologist who who fathered uh, Michael Todd no. Heart no, no, no. who who fathered, uh, you know the singer. I'm. Sorry. It's, just, it's awful, being old. Uh, who fathered um, a prince and, um, and the, the the singer, the Jackson Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. He fathered Michael Jackson's children, didn't he? Yeah, I think. Oh, yes. So. them okay. Yes, I know who you he mean. Desire them. Yeah. This this famous dermatologist. So he took me in to meet Elizabeth, and I went over, and I he said you can call her Elizabeth. I said, hmm? and, um, I said um, uh, Elizabeth, I said, um, I'm Sharon glass. She said, Of course you are. <laughs> oh, oh. I thought that's the coolest thing. She exactly. probably didn't know who in the fuck I was. But it was just such a neat thing to say, Of course you are. Of course <laughs> you
1: are. Love it. And
2: I was, and I think I met your friend who was her assistant.
1: It was the only woman in the room. Yes. Was she English? Because this woman was English. Well, she didn't speak. She just, you know, Sat there and she may not have lasted because she shouldn't have done what she did. But it was those days when you used to be able to leave the, this country and go to Mexico and get a new visa so you had to do that thing. But I was in the bedroom too, and she had a I, I thought it was terribly because <laughs> she had a, a refrigerator in her bedroom. Well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that wrong? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what, though? I bet she did know who you were, Sharon, because she was a really big advocate for the for the gay community as well, so she probably watched Queer as Folk. She did
2: sure know about her. Queer as Folk. No, come on. I swear to God. So no way. The, but I didn't want to tell that as part of my story because it looks like you know, sour grapes. <laughs> um, I didn't say, you know, of course you know my work, i didn't say that i just said miss i mean elizabeth i just happy birthday and i'm such a fan and you know and um the boys around the, her table were saying elizabeth you know her show queer as folk It's right up your alley she said no i've never seen it so they introduced her to it that night so i don't know if she, she,
0: wow. well there hey, you tony, go tony do we Anything still have a caller in. tony Is anybody called poor Sharon? (laughs) Tony. Yes, we do. (laughs) All right, put him on. Probably Dawn. No, it's not. It's not Dawn. Oh. (laughs) Not Dawn yet. Not Dawn yet.
5: Hi. Hey,
0: Tony. Hello. It's Gayanne and the ladies of uh, Between the Sheets and Sharon Gless. Do we have a caller? Hello.
5: Yes, you do. Gayanne, it's Michael. Are guys allowed to call?
0: (gasps) Yes, of course, guys. (laughs) Oh, yeah. God damn it. Michael Weiss. Michael Weiss is on the line. Michael, what question do you want Hi to say? Hi, Michael.
5: Well, I'll share it. I'm calling to find out if you even still remember me. It's been 25 years. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Oh,
2: forgive me, Michael. Where, where did we meet? Did we, we work together?
5: Yes, Eileen Dunn's friend, Michael from Rosie O'Neill.
2: Oh, my God. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Eileen, well, now she's Lena. Eileen That's still serious. dresses me.
5: Oh. I still call her Eileen. How do you How do you change your name in the middle of going? I do too. Something? I
2: do too. But she still dresses me. We still work together. It's her midlife crisis. I,
5: oh, I she know changed She's her name. a name of Maine right now. <laughs> Did you hear?
2: Hi, Michael. It's nice to talk to you again.
5: I know it. It's been a, so many years, you know. But I have to thank you, Sharon, for the advice you gave me the day I met you when Eileen introduced us on the set and you asked me to be on the show and somebody, I think it was your your assistant, Brooke, Yeah. called Bill Dance Casting and requested me to be on the show as a regular, as one of the uh, bullpen actors. And, and I remember you telling me, and, and I did become one. You know, All I was on right. the show with you for two years. And so this was, um, was you this Rosie that O'Neill? Day, Because that's Yeah. We, yeah.
2: Okay. Sorry. Okay.
5: Uh, yeah. Um I should send you okay you'll have to show her a picture of me after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you told me you told me to go home and be a big fish and a small pond because I did not want to get into that racket.
2: <laughs> and, no. What did I mean uh, by saying be a big fish in a small pond? She's old, Michael. Because, because I, was, so I had
5: just, I had, I had just moved to uh, L.A. from Carmel, and if you oh. remember when we met, um, your mother and my mother were acquainted because they both lived oh in Carmel. Oh my God!
2: Now I know that's absolutely right. My mother lived in Carmel.
5: Yeah, and and so did mine. I went to
2: Santa Catalina School for Girls in Monterey for four years, a Dominican Convent
5: School.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well. (laughs) Well,
5: Yeah, and so about three years later, I left LA. I had a great time, and every job I got was because of the crew from Rosie O'Neill. Remember Cynthia? Sure. Stefanelli and Sharon Miller. AD
0: AD, Sharon, correct me.
2: Quite often, they pull, I talked to Sharon. Yeah, they the pulled only me all The only two Emmys I ever won were directed by Sharon Miller. Both
5: she was fantastic. She because she called me one day out of the blue and said, "Come and do a bit part on Sisters."
2: Oh, <laughs> that's I great! Did.
5: I think it's yeah, important we take care of each other in this called, business. Um, I got a job on a show I got a show a job on a show called Beekman's World for about three years, and. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, everything, you know, my agent died. The house I went up, lived in, went up Sorry. for sale. Rosie had been canceled, Beekman's World, a couple other things. And I was like, boy, somebody's trying to tell me something. So I moved back to Erie, Pennsylvania, where I'm calling you from now. Are and you happy uh, there? Opened my- I am. I had my own theater for 15 years. It was called the Director Circle Theater. Oh. And um, nice. I went to work. For an aerospace company which i just retired from a couple of months ago i just bought a new house and i'm sitting here with my shetland sheepdog sheldon talking to you guys. sheldon
0: sheepdog sheldon yeah very shetland original michael i appreciate it said that pretty fast um
5: so shetland well, sheepdog sheldon
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> it sounds like your life
2: worked out the way you probably planned
5: yeah, I had someone had in metaphysics
2: plan. say to me, "Where do you want to be? Look at your feet."
5: I know it well. I I have a little music room in my house that has pictures from Rosie and some of the other people, and they're like, "You knew Cagney and Lacey."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> if, if time, like, if, yeah, kinda.
2: If time weren't just uh, such a, an early to bed person, she'd be watching us tonight.
0: I know. I would have probably, oh, I know. I, I would have probably had her on. She
5: sins her love.
0: Yeah. Well, Michael, yeah. thank she, you so um, much for calling, Michael. I appreciate that.
5: I know. Gay I'll talk to you on Facebook. Sharon, I follow you on Facebook. I'm looking forward to your book coming out.
0: Thank and, you, Michael.
5: Um, it's good to talk to you again after all these years. Thank you. And you too.
2: I'm glad you're happy. Okay.
5: Bye, I know. Michael. Well, good luck with the rest of the show tonight. I'll, t- I'll listen in for the rest of the night.
4: Thanks, sweetheart. Thank you.
5: Okay, and bye.
4: bye. It's nice. It's like a walk down memory lane with I'm these. Sharon sharing glass. This is your fucking life. Right. <laughs> 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 so, um, all
0: right. So let's start with something because anybody
2: who know, knows me, Gay Ann, has already died. I know. <laughs> we actually I mean, talked about that the other night.
0: Your fans that are watching now don't know who i am i mean oh, that's, you're full of shit i'm being uh, well oh come on you are completely full of shit um and you know <laughs> stop and uh but the reality is you're a native californian which i don't know people know that you're a native california girl
2: i'm a fifth generation Angelino. Oh, wow that and a dime will get you nothing but i am
0: <laughs> and so like how old were you or how did you get it when i was life? born no, I know that. Um, how, I mean, what got you into acting? I mean, I know your family was, like, was it your...
2: You have to read my book.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck you. How did you get into acting? You don't have to give the whole story. Just, did you know you always wanted to be an actress? I think so.
2: Yeah. And um, I, I I did a play. Uh, I, I was in an acting class and... A bunch of us got together and did a play. We didn't charge anybody, it only ran two nights. Um, but somebody from Universal was in the audience. Wow. Called. I was a secretary. I worked in the film industry as a secretary for a hundred years. Hmm. And the man called me at my office and said he wanted me to meet Minnie James. I said, okay, cut the bullshit, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was somebody from my acting class, you know, or, and he said, I understand you're being skeptical. Why don't I have Miss James call you? And I said, do that. <laughs> Fuck if she didn't call. Wow. Now, I know you three don't know who Monique James is. I do. But I know you do. Um, but she was the head of talent at Universal Studios. Universal was the last studio to have contract players. Wow. And actually, I'm the last contract player in the history of Hollywood. Wow. The last one to leave the lot. Um,
1: was
2: but Monique was very powerful in those days, and every wannabe actor knew her name. You know. So, anyway, I I met with her and I did a scene, and she signed me.
1: Were there casting couches involved around that time in those in those days, which I'm guessing are in the '70s? Well, they, it probably was,
2: but I, no one ever. Made my life unpleasant or awkward. Or now it could be because they were afraid of Monique James, who was very powerful at Universal. And but I never, I never had. There, there were. I'd go to like, the people are dead now, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> I'd go to like CBS cocktail parties and work the room. For, you know, the, the network, you know, asked that I would do that. And and there were there were a couple of guys who'd say, suggest how nice it would be if we could be together but i it, i was never offended because they always they did it just nicely and i and i always said well that's the nicest thing anybody said to me today yeah. is it would just ruin everything don't you think yeah. just ruin everything and they say you're right and we just move on and nobody was <laughs> offended and nobody uh nobody ever got um well
1: too frisky you don't want to hear
0: Good to know. Um, So Sharon, uh, being an actor and having a huge career, out of all the people that you met um, in the field, actors and actresses, who was the most famous person that you met that actually you were nervous to meet?
1: Oh, my god. Uh, Did you throw up a little in your mouth? um, No,
2: I didn't. but I didn't. Act, I didn't get to act with her. But it is somebody I met, and I spent two hours with her, all alone, all by myself. Dame Maggie Smith. Oh. Oh. oh how cool! Nice. And I um I, I I I I met her after I did um uh um you know the the the, the crazy nurse uh, misery. misery, and I went and met her afterwards, and but then we had to leave. And years later I was there and I went to see her in a play. And I thought, I wonder, my assistant was with me and she said, you should go back and say hello to Maggie. I said, I don't think she'd remember me. And she said, yes, she would. So anyway, I wasn't so busy. So I went back and the, 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 uh, you know, the guy at the door, I said, excuse me, he said, I'm sharing glass. And I wondered, would Dame Maggie have a minute? Cause when she sees you, she doesn't see anybody else like you're it for the night she makes your own drink she pours them she does the whole thing they bring in a cart and (laughs) anyway um i said so i went back she said he said maggie will see you Sharon. of course so i went back and i said dame maggie i don't know if you remember me and she said oh would you stop come here and she gives me a big hug and she said tell me are you still not drinking (laughs) and i said well (laughs) i said (laughs) wearing <laughs> a sign. I said, actually, I'm not. I'm surprised you remember that. She said, I remember everything about you. She said, do you mind if I drink? I said, not at all. <laughs> and I spent like two hours in her room just with her alone. And after a while, you stop being nervous because she's really spectacular. Um, so that's probably the most exciting for me, actress that I've met. But I, I've had the pleasure of working with I mean, really cool people. I was scared to death to meet the James Garner.
0: Seriously? Are there any of you
2: old enough to remember? Um, um, Rockford Files. Rockford Files.
3: Of course. Yeah. I did. When I first got to Los Angeles, I was a, an extra in one of the, the movie, the TV movies for the Rockford Files.
0: I worked on those.
3: Well, there you go. Then you may remember this day because it was a scene where I was a, a lady cup. And we were all waiting there for, there there was a body that that they have to dump this dummy off of the balcony of this hotel. And then his car pulls, comes wheeling in there. We all have to park. The car pulls up. He gets out of the car, slams the car. Somebody says something to him, and he's got this big, long line. And he fucked that line up 7,000 times. And they had to keep... Backing the car up and taking, <laughs> taking the dummy all the way up to the top and resetting everything. And I'm oh, my like, God. I was really impressed a half an hour ago, but I want to choke that <laughs> <him> right
2: now. <laughs> oh, he was the cool most guy. takes I ever did was 14.
3: Oh, my. For uh, what? 14 takes, shows.
2: and it was with Jack Webb. Now, how old does anybody? Does anybody remember Ooh. who Jack Webb was? I, yeah. From Dragnet? Yeah, Dragnet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. 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 But he was also a wonderful director, and he was directing Frank Sinatra Jr. and Me. In a, a modern-day Dragnet, and um, he wanted me to do a reading like Jack spoke. Jack was very da 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 da, and I kept thinking, "Oh, sure." And I used to do this with the other directors. I hope none are watching. And I'd say, You're "Probably dead." Of course, yeah, no shit. Sure. <laughs> um, I said, "Oh, oh, I get it, of course," and I I do it, and they'd say, "And they'd say perfect," and I did it the way I wanted. But with Jack, I kept trying to do it the way I wanted, pretend I was doing it the way Jack wanted. And every time Jack said, nope, that isn't the way I want it. No. I Fourteen times. And after a while I I realized that he was on to me. Yeah. And he had all the time in the world. He didn't get mad. He just said again.
3: Do you still remember the line? no <laughs> i don't remember the line
2: i don't
0: but after well, 14 takes he printed he said she got it <laughs> like hey, everybody, three, between the sheets <laughs> here on united broadcasting network with our guest sharon glass cagney Lacey lacy burn notice and of course everyone's favorite groundbreaking show queer is folk you're welcome to call in don't be scared she doesn't bite i mean i wish she would but she does 323-524-2599. Wanna... <laughs> 3, 3, 2, 2, 9, 9. what were you going to say missy i want to hear about other wonderful women with whom I'm sitting. Uh, well, Jenny, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Jenny McNulty?
3: Well, you know, I was born in 1922 in Detroit. Uh, no, um, I was actually, but I am a stand up comic uh, from Detroit. Um, I played, I was a big sports fan my whole life. I have a degree in exercise science um i started doing comedy i was in research for a minute and then the guy i was working for the doctor i was working for moved so i got to kind of already started to do open mic nights and it enabled me to kind of go out and showcase so i started doing stand-up comedy um which i've been doing i do some acting a little bit of acting and i host a show now kind of combining exercise and everything called and it's I'm back down finally gay and on. i'm only doing monday wednesday friday now okay um but it's uh, it's called the in-house comedy chat so i interview people and it's, it's it's more than a talk show it uplifts your mind body and spirit but i start but i actually do it in front of a green screen right there and uh oh so God. i start the show off in share's house because i can and um then I do <laughs> interview with people and then I yeah. go back out in front of the green screen and I, and I, I have a, a really cool scene I took at the beach, just like five or six minutes of waves coming in and I take a walk and I'm, I walk in place and I'm trying to get people to walk with me. I got like about, it's slowly creeping up. I got about like 12 people now that say they're walking with me. And then my goal is for them to, when the camera shuts off, go keep walking around the block and walk around the house. And so I try to keep it. And I think we just decided, Sheila just said today, my partner, she was like, I don't think I'm going to watch the news anymore. And I thought, you know, we've been trying to, it's, you know, you can't help, but go Trump, Trump, Trump in the monologue. So at first it was just like the monologue would be happy and the, the walk would be uplifting. But I think, you know what? I don't think I could do this. We just got to keep this all. So I don't know. It'll be a few, you know, every once in a while he's so fucking colossally stupid and the joke oh, is no too shit. good to mess up. So Take I got to put a little shot. bit of monologue. But um, so that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And it's, 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 taken up like, you know, amazing amounts of time, but I'm loving it. It is really fun. Uh be honored how for do her, I see you, you how add, do I, it
0: how do I how do I access you? I'll send you the info. Uh, I'll I'll email Dawn to send it to you. So that okay. you'll never find it. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> it's Emma. hidden in the dark web. No. <laughs> no it's
0: not it's not. It's not. <laughs> and then Kara, what a tell Sharon a little bit about yourself. Um well, uh I am
1: um, a showbiz brat. My parents <laughs> In the movies. Um, so I. Really? So, Tell us yeah, who your mom who was. Who were your parents? Tell us who your mom was. My mother was an actress called Marianne Stone. She was in 227 films in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Wow, how cool. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. How amazing. Cool. I know every week. I mean, every week she would go and they, those were the days when they would make a movie in two weeks. Two I three know weeks. I'd recognize her because I'm a real movie hound. Well, I was you would say know. horror, but
2: I was trying to clean up my part of the show. That's okay. Um uh, can you just if you, if you are, just hang
1: up right now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so did so did you learn at her I, knee or I, I don't actually I don't think I'm a very good actress, but I'm, I'm actually now a voice no. artist. But um I mean yes, because I was a You're actually the, now what? I'm sorry. I'm a voice, I'm a voice artist.
0: Voiceover artist. It really sounds oh like this.
1: God, <laughs> that's that it has to be the best job. It is quite nice. You can you do it. You don't later. have to look
2: your best. <laughs>
1: It's true. <laughs> so in between that, between being raised by my crazy father was a movie journalist, and then I, I I had a few I had quite a long career in radio in the UK, in London, actually, in London radio. And then I came over oh. here and I'm, I'm a voice artist. Um, Good so, for you. Oh, I what did kind some of London stories radio? did your dad
3: cover, Kara. What's that, Danny? What kind of stories did your dad cover?
1: Oh, he was a gossip columnist. He was it was also the, um, the editor of Screen International, which is like a variety. Oh, British cool. Variety, in the 80s and into the 90s. Um, but he was a gossip man. And what was he, his biggest scoop? If he couldn't get... Oh, I don't know, really. If he couldn't get <laughs> it, he'd make it up.
3: <laughs>
1: but he was very well loved. He was called the Grand Old Man of Wardour Street, um, London, Soho. Oh. He was, you know, and he really was. He, he knew... Everything about film, every person's name, and his bra- his brain was extraordinary. <coughs> he was quite uh, the lucky. You, okay. no kidding. Lucky. So today I just recorded. Um, I'm in a, ca- a cartoon which is called The Treasure Trekkers, and i play this little AI mouse who's English and she's rather sweet and perky, and she's sideline. <laughs> Let's hear her voice. Well, she's a bit like that. She's a bit perky and she's very sweet, and she. <laughs> Mouse. And she says, it's time for the treasure trackers to take to the hills. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the hills. The hills. hills. And <laughs> I was actually looking, looking at, I, I had found it online today, which I hadn't done before. And it, it's based on ideas of teaching children empathy and, and manners and kindness and forgiveness and I realised that when I was doing the script, but I'm I'm only in this. I'm not in the whole thing. I'm just in the uh, in the studio area. But um, no, it's a lo- really a lovely show. Which if any of you've got grandchildren, I recommend it because it's online. It's called Treasure Trackers. It's very very sweet.
2: Writing it down,
1: and it's. I beautiful. have grandchildren.
2: I just spoke to my granddaughter just before <laughs> I signed on with you guys. Oh, I how? mean, she's my granddaughter by marriage, but I have three granddaughters. Oh, Haley, um, Greer, and Zoe. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, put them on. And I have three. I have three stepdaughters. I want them to get pissed that I didn't mention them. <laughs> Erica, Alin, and Tori. Oh, how wonderful.
0: Exactly. Anyway,
2: sorry, I didn't mean to.
0: It's okay. You, sure. It's a so good to give the family plug, otherwise they'll get pissed. You have to keep everything equal.
2: I know. And I forgot to mention my niece, Bridget.
0: Oh, she I gets- loved Bridget. Bridget <laughs> oh, so you much- do. That's I right. love Bridget. And Bridget gets
2: pissed if I don't, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Bridget, yeah, because Bridget is Bridget. Yeah. But we love Bridget. And she's stunning. Oh, my God. Sha- I mean, she's like Sharon, but
2: oh, think of
0: like, no, no, no. Sharon was the bombshell blonde and Bridget was the raven haired beauty. They were You both were stunning. Your family's beautiful. I mean, all of them. Barney's kids are beautiful. They nice. all were gorgeous okay saying. thank well, you honey saying. i love you i love you more and now cheryl murphy What are share a little bit
4: about yourself well you know uh it's interesting because my mom is an, an actress also so oh, it's very interesting wow. yeah i mean she's retired now but her last movie was hangover three with, um, you know, Bradley Cooper, and she played yeah. Melissa McCarthy's mother in that, but she did oh, TV oh my, shows. Oh I've never seen it. Yeah, but Hangover here What's three. your mom's name? Let's give mom a plug. Uh, Betty Murphy. Yeah, Okay. Murphy. She uh, She did some shows. Betty Murphy, oh, you I know, know Betty. Betty Murphy. Yeah, you oh. might know her. She watches you, by the way, Sharon. She watches Cagney and Lace all the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, even, you know, she's just Thank loves you. it every day. So just wanted to tell you that. I told Thank her I was going to be on with you tonight, and uh she's thrilled
5: and she,
4: she knew Barney, too, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, did she work on Cagney and Lacey, might have, she worked on, you know, Desperate Housewives, CSI, I mean, she did a lot of television back then, so she may have, you may have met her, Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's my mom, she just been, and, and, you know, she caught the bug back when she was 15 and 16 years old, right, sounds like everyone did, so she grew up in theater in Houston, and then now we're out in LA and all of that. So Yeah. Oh. It's yeah, but what do you do? So I'm a I'm a medium. I'm a psychic medium. And you know it's that's runs. right. It runs in our family. Uh it runs in the women's Ooh. side of the family. I you know, I didn't know it, uh, but my mom When did you first realize you had that gift? You know, when I was about three years old, right around then, Jesus. three or four, whatever. I was tiny. I you uh, I saw, the three or I four saw the spirit world. What? Yeah. Like you were like cognizant of that at three or four? Well, I they woke me up in the middle of the night, and uh, they just came as a beautiful glow. Uh, and uh, I just knew I was talking to like a family or a group. You know, it was very loving, and they moved around the room, and they came to me a few times when I was small, and then again when I was my teenage years. And so then I knew that's what I wanted to pursue. And, you know, I went to the university and tried to find other people with like minds, so to speak, because it wasn't so popular, you know. But you?
2: you find people who do that
4: it was very hard to find that a long time ago and it wasn't talked about right so right you you just it's just in your family and it's normal but outside your household it's just not discussed uh so i'm so lucky that i was able to uh finally start pursuing it right and now look at now look at lucky us tv and movies and what's that I said, lucky us. Yeah, so lucky us. You. Very much, very much. Thank you. And so now I'm in LA and there's a great group of uh, great community out here in LA, great community of mediums and really, you know, so we, I love it. And I still wow. study I'm still a student in so many ways. You know, you're always learning, right? Uh, you're always learning your craft. Can so somebody be a student of that field? Of that? Well, you know, it's an art. I think it's an art. And I think just the more you're, you do it, the more you're around it, the more you're in it, the more you're open wait to- a minute yep see it's working <laughs> <laughs> i'm busy is part of, is part of what you learn,
3: cheryl just like learning how not to hear it when you don't want to hear it or can you, know, you not control that like if somebody wants to to come through do they have uh, their like, way with you
4: yeah yeah definitely it's uh, well it's like a it's like a radio dial but that's a great question because you are responsible you know for for, for your own faculty, so to speak. So yeah, it's like a radio dial and you you turn it down when you're not working. And then when you are working, you really open yourself up to it. Um, yeah. So you're right. It's really important to know when to be in your own awareness, you know, and then when to open up your awareness to the spirit world. Right. And it's just amazing. Wow. Amazing. Uh, it's amazing work, really. And I feel blessed. Or called so are you
2: a psychic or a... Um... What is the name of someone who speaks to those who've gone before us?
4: Well, that's a medium. It's called a medium where you're the medium, you're in between, you know, you're connecting with the other world, a psychic is more, uh, and I do see the saying is, is that everyone is psychic, like every, every medium is a psychic, but every psychic is not a medium. Because uh, psychic is more like down-to-earth stuff. It talks about your current life situations. Being a medium, it's more like contacting the dead, so to speak, or, you know, the guides and angels, the people who oh, have transitioned, wow. our loved ones. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, then what the, the, but then the spoiler alert, right, is we're, we're all still very much alive, right? <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. still very much alive. For yeah. now.
2: For yeah. now. For I now. have spoken to, to a couple of people who've gone before me. Yes, I believe. Mm-hmm. It. How, how and um, how, how, I how, asked how, my how, co- my cousin. I don't think you know her, but anyway, my cousin Elizabeth was an actress. She was on a she, she was on iron Side.
5: Oh.
2: and um, anyway, she died mm-hmm. uh, sadly uh, a couple of years ago. But I said, would you please please come and find me? Just let me know that you're there. You know, because I, I can't bear this. And um, she said, I don't know if I can, I will. And she and I used to watch constantly towards the end. She didn't want to hear any news besides she was a Republican. So that was hard, but <laughs> I love her. I love her. So we'd watch the Republican stations. She
1: couldn't help it.
2: Um, yeah. No. And she didn't want to watch news because it was upsetting and she didn't want to watch anything that was serious. She only loved say yes to the dress. Uh, Have any yes, of you seen yes, it?
0: Dress, yeah. Yes. It's
2: about wedding Not dresses.
0: Have.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we were totally, totally hooked on Say Yes to the Dress. We cut to about six months after she's gone and I'm in the hospital having something done on my leg. And um, I went to have an x-ray and I came back and I'd been in the hospital a week and my station had been changed because I just watched MSNBC. And um, I said, I called the nurses, and I said, excuse me, um, turned my television station? And they said, oh, Miss Glass, none of us. We never touched your station. I said, well, all right. But somebody did because it's a, a show about fat people. And, um, <laughs> and it was one of those things, you know, if you're 500 pounds, you're stuff. and I thought, fine. And I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden, say yes to the dress. It popped on? <gasps> I don't know, and I knew she had changed the station because even though they don't have bodies, they have energy. Yeah, and they can do electrical stuff, right? with With
0: their energy. And yeah. She turned, can you do she me a favor? Can you electrical stuff? Can you send her to my house? I've got an issue. <laughs> 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 Liz, I'm, I'm recommended by Sharon Glass. That's right. I, I, I grabbed a <laughs> photo Judy Car. Who's that? No, that's, that's Cara's mom.
1: My, that's my mom with Ringo in a Hard Day's Night.
4: Oh, cool! I will recognize oh. her. Wow beautiful. Yeah, she had a nose yeah, job. Yeah, your
1: mom's beautiful. One of the first nose jobs uh, you know that people had. That's but, a good job. It is a good job. It, it's kind of cute cute little nose she got.
2: Because it doesn't but, look like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and you know, I've been told by a psychic that she's up in heaven holding the baby that I lost in the eighties and it was a little girl. And and she always said, My mother always said to me, I just love newborn babies. And this psychic, she said it again recently. She says, "Your mother's got the baby. It's not going to grow. She's just looking after the baby. And when you get up there, then then you will raise it." Wow! Uh, I mean, wow! I think that's a beautiful
4: concept. Yes, I, yeah, it, really it is. Kind of, I love it. It is true. It's true, yeah. and very comforting too.
0: Yes. So doing a sequitur because I never do proper transitions. I just something <laughs> comes in my head and I just shake it the fuck up. So you've been married, to <laughs> <a big old laughs> swag. For what, twenty nine years now? Oh my God. What do you do? Live here? Yes, <laughs> nobody one knows that.
2: Yeah, in May it'll be thirty years. Yes, what I do? know. I know. I knew what? you then. I knew you then. I know, but I mean to know that
0: precisely
2: do you know the Because ears? I'm
0: because I'm fucking that anal? Anal, yeah um yeah I am and ADHD and I just remember shit my friends hate it because they can't (laughs) lie to me because when they say something I'm like no that's not exactly how you said that this is exactly how you said it well this is not what I meant then well if you didn't mean it, then why did you fucking say it? Because I'm going to remember it how you said it. They hate that. Um, but <laughs> you have been married for a very long time. I, is Barney, Barney was your only marriage, am I My first
2: husband. I introduce him as my
0: first
1: husband.
2: <laughs> he introduces me as his last wife, please God. <laughs> I'm number three.
0: Oh so you've known Barney since Cagney and Lacey. That's how I met him. I
2: married the boss. <laughs>
0: exactly and so oh, you know after kind of, large not, scandal but well but whatever um it happens it's hollywood big fucking it's in deal. the book yeah whatever <laughs> um but the reality is how how do you make because in hollywood you know people don't last it's washed and wear it's you know the, the flavor of the month so how did you and barney last so long separate
2: bathrooms and <laughs> and not staying in the same city together for too long. I don't know, we, we've had a very, uh, it's a very interesting marriage. It used to be called Fight Night at the Rosenzweigs. <laughs> as soon as I just thought marriage was gonna be this really wonderful romantic thing, um, especially like when you're dating your boss and you're one of his stars, you know, and he'd sometimes come down on the set and, Oh, I'm gonna do this scene just for him.
4: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> um and then we we got married after going through all kinds of stuff. And then marriage I don't know. I don't I I don't wanna say I don't recommend marriage, because I am married to a wonderful guy, but it's not for everybody. You know, I mean uh sort of being uh responsible to somebody something I was not used to. I was almost 50 when I married him. Mm -hmm. I'd never been married before. So I was in therapy before I said yes to him. I used to tell my therapist I'd be crying and say he's such an asshole. (laughs) And my therapist would say yes, but he's yours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's how we sort of got through it. Um we just um we went through a hard patch, uh, divorce. And we didn't get divorced, but um, uh, I went and accepted uh, Queer as Folk. I went up to Canada five years. Hmm.
0: Wow. So it had a and when color. I got back, it was much nicer to
1: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so speaking of Queer as Folk, I mean, were you, did they, like, when they wrote it, well, it was a British series that adapted in the U.S. Did right. they have you in mind to play that role or did you have no. to audition or stuff?
2: No, I was in Chicago doing a play. Um, as I say, I wasn't so busy. I was in Chicago doing a play and I'd been asked to play, um, to do a uh, Lion in Winter afterwards in the, on the East Coast. And I thought, oh my God, Eleanor of Aquitaine, shit. Yeah, I'm just like her, right? Um, I said, I'll do it if you give me the finest acting coach in this town, in Chicago. Yes. And they brought me the finest acting coach and he was training me to play Eleanor. I'd accepted the play, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he calls me one day and he's an agent during the day and an acting coach at night. He calls me one day and he said, have you ever heard queer folk? And I said, no said well it's a british series and america is doing the american version now so oh, okay he said there's a role in it you're perfect for i'm going to send the script right now stay home okay whatever you know anyway i read it and i picked up the phone and i called showtime now my friend carol smith who's barney's assistant barney would retired and carol was now working for the head of showtime so i said i want that part she said, "Sharon, you." Don't, I said, "I want to play the mother. Is it cast?" She said, "No, nothing's been cast." And I said, "Well, I want the mother. I've never called and asked for a job ever in my life. I want this particular part." She thought I was talking about Sunshine's mother. Oh, the pretty, the pretty, you know, young blonde. Thank you. Um, I, I said, "No, I want. I want to play a, a Debbie." She said, "Oh, Sharon, you don't want that. There's no money. It's it's cable television." I said, "I don't care." And she she said "Um, and also it shoots in Canada. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Said well let me run it by Jerry. Mm -hmm. So Jerry Offsay was the head of Showtime. Showtime. Jerry calls me up and he says you know I like the idea I think you bring a little class to the project. (laughs) I said Jerry class is not what I had in mind. (laughs) (laughs) And he said would you meet the producers? It's their show and I don't want to run ref shot over them. So he said, I'll fly you out. So he flew me up to Los Angeles. I met with with uh, um, Ron Cowan and Dan Lipman who created the American version. And um, we had such a good time and I got the job that day. What was it about the part that made you really want it?
3: To, that it she was
2: so Karen? outrageous. The show, I mean, everybody was naked and and having sex on screen and I'd been around. I've never seen anything like this. I love. I, I. I. I've got to be part of this. So, um, and it didn't disappoint. Was is it written? They made me
3: leave the set every time there was nudity. <laughs> <laughs> was it as wacky? Like, did you? How much of Debbie is you? That did you bring to that? What was on the paper? I'll tell you actually
2: where I got Debbie, and I'll. I'd like to precede the story by telling you my mother is one. She is such a lady she is so soft-spoken She's always saying things like sharon modulate your voice (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, my mother was so not elegant like piss elegant she was just a very very fine lovely woman who did a beautiful job raising children I and Debbie, if anybody ever saw Queer's Folk, I mean you you saw what kind of character that was. So not like my mother, but I used my mother's heart. Huh. And I functioned with the love that I knew my mother felt for me, I put into Michael. And it became easy because then I had a, you know, this healthy mouth, which was really fun. <laughs> but the heart always remained um, uh, Constant. I, I just kept my mom in here. And if you ever saw my mother, you'd go, really? <laughs> but, huh. Anyway, so that I, I used my mother's heart and and just a brilliant writing of those two producers. Yeah. And the, the, the worst my mouth became, I had the worst mouth on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I loved it. And, when and they,
0: it really when they I they, they didn't them. fall far from the tree.
2: No. No, but on, I wasn't used to on television to be able to talk that way. And then after the show was over, they put it on some other network and they cleaned up all the Nobody's allowed to say fuck on that network. Well, the two producers said my scene sounded like a truck backing up. Beep, 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 beep. They cut out all my fucks. So um, anyway, it was it was fun and of all the shows i've done i've remained the closest to those boys oh um because and i think it's an even closer than the cagney and Lacey group because cagney and Lacey, except for tyno whom i talk to every day oh my what? time daily
1: every day. every
2: day yeah that's ever great. since covid started i mean rather than you know put the blade at our wrists, we call each other <laughs> and we've become very close and um uh, wait, what was I telling you? You still tight with them. Tight with the oh, yes, tight But I never got to see, because Tiny and I were in every scene, that was how Cagney and Lacey was devised. Mm-hmm. That there was not a scene that we were not in. So you don't, you the audience, don't see a murder and then we come across it. I mean you don't see the murder and we you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Every scene we see, you're looking at. Because yeah. we're in every scene. Um, I forget what my point was. With about.
0: Queer as Folk.
3: Queer as Folk you had. There was people. a lot
0: of cast members and you weren't
2: oh, in it.
3: Oh, yeah, exactly.
2: Anyway, because we were in so much, we didn't get to hang out with our fellow actors who were wonderful. The actors on Cagney and Lacey. Uh, but we never got to really hang with them because we had no time. mm uh, time. and I, we'd work 14 to 17 hours every day. Every day. Before there were rules. Yeah. Yeah, right. before they <laughs> rules for children.
3: Right. <laughs>
5: right. But, the uh, guys are you closest to. Uh, from where so, the,
2: uh, so, but because of, let me, my, my, my thought is, uh, because we were all in Canada, we were all out of our own country. Mm-hmm. we all were living away from home. And, and those guys got really close, you know, mm-hmm. Um, as did I with them, that we, we bonded. And whenever I'm in LA, they've always got some fundraiser and I, I go to her or we get together, we'll go to a concert together or we're just, and, and the women too, at least one of the women I see a lot. Um, on my 70th birthday, I invited all of them.
0: Wait, wait I have a question, Michelle? The one, Michelle, Michelle's the one that had the baby,
2: right? Michelle, yes, yeah. Michelle and I are close. Right, we don't get to see Taya very much, but um, the rest of the boys we see, almost all of them are in LA um randy who i used to call sunshine he's in new york and um scott gail lowell gail? is in new york now gail was
3: in a horrible motorcycle accident he was shortly oh, after
2: we wrapped yeah yeah he was he's is fine he? now but oh good oh yeah he's still and gorgeous in
3: here is a yeah good
2: Peter, Peter's a big, fancy producer now. Yes, he is. Doesn't give me a job, thank <laughs> you very much.
0: <laughs> he named one of his characters after me, but didn't give me the job. <laughs> um, yeah. So did you, when you guys were filming it, I mean, because it was a big breakthrough show in the UK. Did you guys think it was going to be as huge here, if not bigger in the States while you were doing it?
2: No, no, you have to understand. I never knew anything about it in London. So I didn't know how huge it was. I was just told it was. Mm-hmm. The two producers, Ron and Dan, asked that I not watch the British version. Huh. He knows that I'm a real Anglophile. I, you know, I'm, I am I die for British actors. And, um, and he was afraid I was going to get sucked in and tried and I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. What i do i mean i guess they just had to trust that i would do something interesting but they didn't want me to watch anything that had been done before so i've never seen the original still you still haven't seen the british version i haven't seen it no oh, no i've done five years funny. of it in america <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I gotta go watch I, it now <laughs>
0: Wait, by the way i'm an anglophile too i love that i lived in london for a year um do you oh. have roku or apple tv you've got to subscribe to BritBox and Acorn TV. (laughs) They're subscription services and you get to see all the series, everything that's on the UK, current and old. Acorn TV and Mm BritBox. I didn't get it. Apple TV. If you have Apple TV, then you can subscribe to BritBox and Acorn TV. Okay. It's an app. Barney will know how to do it i I don't think television has been any better than it is right now.
2: Maybe it's just the first time that I've ever had a chance to look at TV.
3: Like <laughs> well, there's so much out there. Yeah, there's be something good, right?
2: Yeah. Hmm. I've been shooting for so many years that I've never watched yeah. television in the last, you know, 40. <laughs> but I am now hooked. Barney's big crush is Aaron Sorkin. He's oh, a writer yes. of television. There's wrong with great. that. N- n- nobody can really beat him but i've never seen uh the uh not the oval office the uh west wing. west wing west wing oh i'm now very good so hooked this man is such a genius those actors i don't know how they get all that dialogue out yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're rapid fire you yeah. Know? yeah
1: so i'm we'll- on
2: season four <laughs> <laughs> my life is rich and full right <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> I'm on season four and every night, body night
1: oh how wonderful but it's so
2: brilliant that we watch it again
1: nice yeah.
2: now when is the book going to come out well I don't know they told me it couldn't come out this year so I'm still sort of dragging my ass a little they do not print biographies the year of an election this is Simon & Schuster ah. hey. boy are they getting some big books yeah Hey. Mary oh Trump, yeah. sold a, a million books in one day. Yep. Um, and the, the last guy who, you know, the- Bob Woodward? Yes. Yeah, That's Simon, that Simon Schuster. I'm really, I'm not saying this because I think Simon Schuster's watching. I'm so honored. Yeah. How did you get the book deal? Yeah. Okay. Glad you asked, Ms. CBS. <laughs> so, as, uh, sorry, not queer as soap. What did you do after that? Burn notice. Burn Notice was on USA, and I did seven years on that. We were offered an eighth year. Can you imagine? But Jeffrey Donovan, the star, didn't want to do anymore. I don't believe him. And they kind of killed the golden goose on that. Yeah. Um, anyway, but after seven years, I think, now what am I going to do? They, well, I was almost finished. And CBS invites me, Nina Tassler. Is that yeah, her? That's her name. Nina Tassler calls my manager and wants to meet with me. I thought, this is so cool. And when I went into her office, she had the head of comedy, the head of drama, the head of casting, which is a whole different department, and Nina, and it was held in her office. I always think that these people do meetings in somebody else's office so they can leave. <laughs> but she did it in her office. And I was there for an hour. Uh, she'd ask me stuff like, you know, do you mind working in another country? I said, no, and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, this is so cool. Oh, and they said, welcome. You're gonna love this game. Welcome home, Sharon. Well, it was well, it was, was the CBS tagline for years. Yes. Welcome home. Welcome home, Sharon, because I, I'd done, you know, a lot of shows. Anyway, um, I said, well, thank you so much, Avine. This is so cool. This is so great. I'm gonna walk out here with the series and this is
5: never mm-hmm. easier.
2: Okay, so after an hour, and I'm trying to just entertain them and keep them happy, and and uh, they said,
5: you know, why are you here in L.A.? And I
2: was there because I was having a big birthday party, and I'm from L.A., so I returned back to L.A. to have my big birthday Anyway, the hour is up, and Nina says to me, you know, we own Simon <laughs> And I said, no, I didn't know that, Nina. And she said, well, we do, and uh, I think you have a book in you. I'm going, oh, wait a minute, what about the series? <laughs> I said, Nina, I'm not a writer. And she said, I know, but you're a storyteller. Oh. I'm listening to you for one hour, and you're a great storyteller. And she said, and you have an interesting family and history here, and so we want you to do it. said, okay, maybe the next day, the president of Simon Schuster contacts me. I mean, she wasn't just trying to get me out of the room, you No. Know? <laughs> and uh, so I waited a year, I didn't want to do it. I don't, you know, I'm not a, I'm really not a, a writer. It's been very hard doing this book. If you're not a writer, it's really difficult. Anyway, um, so I started like a year after that and I was in New York, so I went to see the head of Simon Schuster And um, and that's that, he offered me a deal that day and um, I read one chapter. I had written a chapter just because I wanted someone else to. Anyway, it has a history. And so I wrote a chapter myself, and I was having lunch with my manager that day before we go to the big meeting. And I just said, I wrote something, you know, if, if you want to see if I have any gift at all. And I gave it to him. He reads it and he hands it back. And I said, Well, I guess that uh,
1: sucked.
2: <laughs> so I. Anyway, I, I put it in my purse and we go to the meeting. And um, about a half hour into the meeting, my manager says, I want you to read what you gave me at lunch. So I read it to Jonathan, the president. And um, he had his door open and his secretary down the hall was laughing out loud. <laughs> and I realized I, I'm i not, I don't have the gift to leave really a writer, but I do know how to, interpret, you know. <laughs> I knew how, It's because right after I did that little reading, my little chapter, Jonathan said, of course, you, you have to do the, the tape also. Nice. The audiobook thing, right?
1: Oh, the audio oh.
2: And I realized I sort of know where to place the emphasis, the emphasis.
1: <laughs>
2: because you're an actor. <laughs> because you yes. get it. I know, I know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was trying to be a writer also. So I've had, help and I've worked really really hard and it's been several years and all of my best friends that I've had all my life in that lifetime have died so, so wonderful chapter though you'll like it please buy the book there's a wonderful chapter about it. and um uh, it's just it, it's it's I I hope that you guys will all like it because it's been really a labor of love I'm sure I'm sure
0: but you are love I mean you are I mean, I've seen you, I mean, I've seen you get angry at a few people, but it's been justified. And it's usually- Have you
2: really? Can
0: I have, you tell? I have. I know. I could tell. I could just tell. It's the body language, and it's just a couple more extra fucks than usual. In that? <laughs> that that more, body <laughs> language. That's <laughs> your body language, baby. Right, um, yeah. but Subtle. But you have been, I mean- but you are, and you are a lot like your mom. I mean, seriously, you are a lady um, in a Renaissance sort of way because you, techni- you have a big heart. You have a huge heart, Sharon. And everybody around you realizes that and you're too fucking busy brushing it off because you don't know how to receive. So you're gonna receive this. You are one of the most- <laughs> So you're going
2: to receive this? I, I thought
0: you were going to go, so you're going to receive this. <laughs> I wasn't going with you, Marie. I was <laughs> going with the fucking heart that I've been around you a very long time and you have always been kind and compassionate and loving. And I, you know, and, and I resonate a lot with you because we're buds, but um you're who i wanted to grow up to be oh honey
2: you did so much better no i didn't god bless you
0: i didn't um it's you know like i said you were my you are were my mentor and um you set, you set, you know when i started and you know this business was still all guys you know so you taught me in a way how to be That's abroad and nice. swim with the fish but yet continue to keep my dignity and keep my femininity, uh, yep. but still speak my voice so I would be heard and would be recognized. So thank I you. I never knew I did that. Nope. Mm-hmm. I should go back to drinking. I wasn't drinking. <laughs> it was, you were not
2: drinking. You were very, you were very When I was drinking, I thought I was so inspiring. And you probably. i read day my day. book, apparently <laughs> not. No, but you know what?
3: <laughs> apparently there were complaints. <laughs>
0: No, you are fucking inspiring, and the book will inspire people because that's a piece of you. You know that is a piece mm-hmm. of you that you're giving someone, and you're 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 just you know just giving your DNA and even your energy mm-hmm. to people. So you know, and I still love the book title. I love the Thank book you. title. I just love the book title. It's um, it is so you. Um, <laughs> it is good. Apparently, there were. Complaints. 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 I love it. I, so <laughs> So, um,
2: I mean, it's, it's Simon & Schuster now, uh, for the second time with the editor. Yeah. And they haven't told me I couldn't have that title, and I've always used it on to oh. the top. Like, so, and no one's, I, I even told the president what the title was going to be, so that's good.
0: But
3: So, know, on the
0: horizon, I, Sharon, besides the book, and I know COVID, but people, like, I just, like I had my first photo shoot today. I mean in since March.
2: Are you I feel like you're are you working so hard because nobody's calling in to talk to me? <laughs> no, they
0: are I'm getting you know what? If you look, <laughs> if you look bullshit, fuck you. If you look <laughs> on the chain of the show, which is I've got two phones and I'm following the wow. chain, people are just captivated by what you're saying. And that you know that's nice. So they're, yeah. they're, a lot of people don't want to talk they you're just giving them the information and some people are scared shitless. I mean, we're used to it. You know, we, we're in the business. We talk to people like this all the time. You know, I mean, it's like for you. I
2: mean, you can be tough, but you're, pussy. us Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am. I, I'm right, yeah. I mean, a friend of mine, a friend of mine always says, why are you so damn emotional and so sensitive? I'm like, because a lot of people don't think I am. They think I'm balls to the wall. Cause I have a fucking heart. I'm oh, fucking heart and fuck you. <laughs> but you know, but you know, but you know, we, we do and, and it is a defense mechanism and whatever. The fuck, it doesn't matter. But um but so that's why people aren't calling because apparently you're giving them everything they want, baby. Um <laughs> that's not true. Can I ask that's you to you? say. Oh, I'm call sorry.
2: Callers.
0: I'm yeah. sorry if we didn't get
1: callers. No, no, we so. don't want callers We don't <laughs> want callers. <laughs> You know. really I, i'd like to ask you a question because i'm assuming I, i'm just guessing uh, you are a gay icon even though you're not gay thank you but people may have thought you were gay because you weren't married oh always oh i i was flattered
2: <laughs> but it was a different time I and mean, we were talking the 80s right? all through cagney and Lacey, everybody who interviewed me said of course we know you're gay i <laughs> said well I'm not gay i am festive <laughs> <laughs> And that used to be sort of my pat answer because ah. I didn't know quite what to say. And I really didn't care what they thought I was. And I to this day, I still don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the gay community has kept my career alive, brought me back. Mm-hmm. Um, without the lesbian community, Cagney and Lacey would not have had the followers they had. Mm. And without, then, without the boys, the gay community, uh, on a burn of They brought me back again. I worship at your feet.
3: You know, um, and as a as big old queer, who was also big old in denial. I was 37 before I figured my shit out. I remember as a kid, like I'm sure I had a crush on you because I love blondes and you were gorgeous and all you those were, things. You you know, so no, I wasn't that. No, no. You're too
2: young.
3: I, I wanted to beat be you, be though. You, you, were, though. Were, so you cool were so cool and you were so. Just like it, like you were were women that we wanted to be because every you know we, it was still we still don't have equality. There weren't we any other shows
2: voice. like that for women. There were no shows for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it
3: was awesome.
2: It never awesome. starred two women, and we had Lucy no. and Ethel and Laverne and Shirley, but nobody who
3: badass women though, you know. Yeah, but not not badass women. You were, you were like, you know. Yeah, uh, no, no, this is a drama, you know.
2: So I mean, mean, Barney said because Barney had, you know, he was the executive producer. He said, in a fairer world, he said, you two women could have worked in the post office. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. It was about the women, not about the job. Right. It was about the women.
0: But also, Sharon, I gotta say, it was about the chemistry of you and Tyne.
3: Yeah.
2: And I will say thank you. And I also have a pat answer that because I believe it. I don't believe actors can take any credit for chemistry. We don't know if we have chemistry. Hi, nice to meet no. you. Uh, but but the person been- who thought to
0: put you together. Uh, now, a little known fact, most of you don't, wouldn't know this. Sharon, thing, Sharon knows. Um, two seasons ago, my network tried to, um, we did a pilot of Cagney and Lacey. They wanted to try and bring it back. Yes. And it was nice women in it. They've gone on to great careers, but the magic wasn't there. Mm. I mean, I worked on it. I actually worked on it. And I love the women, but the magic for me wasn't there. Mm. And there are some shows that you just cannot do a remake of. And I don't think... No,
2: or no. Uh, I think that was one of them. Barney had a deal with them uh, that they had to talk to him every day. They sent him dailies and he would tell them every day what they're doing wrong. Not in a, Barney's very, he's great, he, he, you love him. He he never would insult them. He just said, here's what you need to do and here and here and here, because it's really about the women. Mm-hmm. and. Um, They listened to him every day, but they refused to follow one thing, anything that he said. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't mean, I mean, CBS thought they had a a better idea. But Barney says, really, when we were doing Cagney and Lacey, CBS had a different idea. But sometimes, Mm -hmm. like any network, sometimes if you know a show so well, even if you're not famous like Barney wasn't. Um, you go in and you fight. I said, what's it like being a producer? He said, you go into the network and you fight and they knock you down and you get up again and they knock you down and you get up again and you, they knock you down and you get up again and they knock you down and you get up again. And, and, up
4: again.
2: Mm. and in the end, the network loves you if you're a hit. You know, mm. we were the first show that was ever canceled and brought back by popular demand.
0: Uh-huh. It was the write-in campaign.
2: Barney did that. He started. Yes, it. I know.
3: He started he the campaign. Called Rited me up Campe one day at
2: my little house in the valley, and he said, "You've been canceled." And he said, "Did you? Did you get any mail? Are you getting any mail?" I said, "Yeah, I have mail." And he said, "Well, so does Tiny." He said, "I'm sending a driver over. Okay, can I have your mail?" I said, "Sure." Yeah. He wrote a letter to every single person who wrote in. Wow. And he said, um, uh, don't write, don't, he said, don't write me. Thank you for the sympathies, but don't write me. Write your local uh, affiliate station and write your uh, your local uh, newspaper. And hmm. he said, because CBS may not, they may not read their mail, but they do read the paper. <laughs> and- oh. Bags of mail, so the affiliate stations didn't know what to do with it. The newspapers didn't know what to do with it. They put them all in big bags and said, "The CBS." Wow. CBS was getting these huge
4: rolls
2: of mail, and and they called. And I was on location doing something else for CBS, a TV movie, and um I got a call saying, "I got a call from someone saying your partner called." You know, to the door in hotels that they used to do that in the old days. You're too young. But anyway. I remember. Yeah. And one piece of paper said, your partner called. One piece of paper said, your your producer called. One piece of paper said, your agent called. Your manager called. I said, what happened? And they said, CBS was big enough to say we made a mistake.
1: Huh. Yeah, that's and they
2: brought us back. And we became the highest paid women in children
1: at the time.
2: Well, they torn up our contract. You know so well, we got go to renegotiate again have to cool.
0: start over again reset reset
2: right um, we forgot to ask what the men were making but anyway we had a nice and a really good good time and um uh i i just time daily has a mark on my heart oh that will never go away because what we went through together her mother had a great expression. Oh so here, here I, I paraphrase it because I says, that isn't how she said it. This is how I said it. Sweat makes a great cement. Ooh, nice one. And we sweat together for six years and we're cemented for life.
0: Oh. I mean, you know what's funny is, you know, growing up, and I was not that young when Kagan and Lacey was on, but you know. When you just said it was on six seasons, you know, in my mind, it was on yes, much we, longer. We signed
2: a seven-year deal like everybody does, you know, when they yeah. sign up yeah. first. But we didn't make it to seven. But by the end of six, we were pretty battered. And yeah. it was time to go.
0: And then... I was put in rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that day was... Day
2: after too. we wrapped.
0: Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because apparently there were complaints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my agent took me to dinner.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Said, I think you're an alcoholic. When did you wrap Cagney, Lacey? I said, I remember this. I said, April 11th. I'm getting by April 12th. I'm doing an interview.
5: How
2: <laughs> I mean, so, talk to me that way? There were four martinis lined up. <laughs> wow. I think he told the bartender not to remove the glasses. Kelly? <laughs> You know how they take
3: it. Yeah. Oh, right.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not uh, that night.
1: Ooh. Yeah. To show you. Clever. the yeah. so, time yeah. Daly, she also played Mama Rose, right? In Gypsy. Yep. Oh, she yeah. Played. After
2: Katie Lacey, was- she went on to Broadway, won the Tony. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Amazing. Mama Rose.
1: I wish I'd seen it.
5: I
2: that think time Daly was the best actress. Not going say the best singer, but the best actress to ever play that part. Because I saw her do it. I'm sure. So the, yeah, the, the song, Everything's Coming Up, right? Oh, the Dexter. She would take that child of hers and throw her across the stage. <laughs> she became so insane because it's Rose who wanted the, the attention. Correct. And she's trying, trying to plant this into the child. She wasn't a child, it was the. Gypsy Rose Lee, but she uh, she takes her and while singing over across the stage and the kid's rise and the audience just goes, oh, she really played that fanatical want nice. yeah. to be an actor other. I mean, perfection. she's
0: amazing. I mean, the last time I worked with Tyne, I mean, I, I call I call her every once in a while because I miss her. And like, I miss you. Um,
3: she, you I, I miss did Murphy she Brown. You.
0: I did the Murphy Brown remake. That's right. Right. So when they casted, you don't Tyne, mind my saying I don't think they used her properly. But that's I, just agree. I agree. I yeah. agree. I agree. I completely, I completely agree. But that. I didn't give a shit because I got to fly to New York and produce the shoe. because I worked on the original Murphy Brown. So it was nice to reconnect. Oh wow! With them.
2: Yeah. And then
0: when Tyne was added to the cast, that to me, was like the cherry, the cherry on the yeah. top of the cake. And we had so She was one of
2: I think they should have made her sing. Like They should Remember Jackie Gleason as the bartender? Is anybody old enough to remember Jackie Gleason? Yes. Well, yeah. we love
1: Jackie, yeah. Well,
2: anyway, he had a character who was a bartender. And he'd always sing. And in time, it has a fucking Tony. They should have had her sing as the bartender. Yeah. Okay. No one's asking me to produce that. anything, so what do I know?
0: I don't know. We could talk about it. Because your book will be, be a, a, a producer. Be... I just want to be an actress, and you still are. Do you have any? An so you have nothing on the pike besides my Emmys. Call me an actress. <laughs> I'll take But you, you have nothing right now on the books until COVID's over, right? No. no. So you're like stuck in Florida.
2: Yes, but I, I would like to work. I would still like to work.
0: So angel. people, Sharon Gless is not dead. Um, if you have anything, <laughs> she has an agent. Even you know, nobody's you
2: know? calling in to say
0: hi, I just love nobody you. wants to call. Do you know what? You no. know look, one thing I gotta tell you something about this it's show. Bad. This is what I hold on, lady, this is what I like about this show because my friends come on and it's not like a regular show. And the interview that we all do with you is not the canned bullshit that you have to do when you're doing a book tour or a movie. And, you know, I appreciate you coming on this show because A, you, it means a lot to me. Um, I love you, I mean. You. No, I re- I mean, there's a friend of mine that says, you say you tell everybody you love them. And for that moment I do, but my love for you has lasted since
2: 1989, genuinely. I know
0: that, Aww. So I know that. Um, so, uh, God, I'm gonna cry. Um, <laughs>
2: I love you too. We oh. had some laughs.
0: We, we have really
2: had. We've had uh, and
0: we used to Major smoke less. a lot of cigarettes. We used to go, she used to oh, smoke yeah. Marlborough Marlboro Reds. And oh I was God. always doing like Carlton, and she would go through like a pack a day, and I'd try to keep up with her with Carlton, and then I'd run out. And then you go, just stop with those pussy cigarettes. Have a real one. And I would sit there <laughs> right a Marlboro Red. Marlboro Jesus. Marlboro Red. I'd That's smoke right. those fucking things. And the next That's day crazy. I'd be hoarse. I'd be That's horse. what I smoked on
2: burn notice. My character yeah. was a chain smoker. They kept me in Marlboro Reds. Oh, my God. Oh, it's great. (laughs) And they'd also have a smoke machine. So when you ever shot in my house, (laughs) it looked like she was such a... I was a for her, but it looked like my character, Madeline, was such a smoker that you could barely see anything. And Tyne came to do the show once. And she said, I'm going to play a smoker, too. And they made the smoke so thick, you couldn't see us, but you could hear us in
0: my house. (laughs)
2: Well had such a good
0: time. It's believe it or not, I told you an hour and a half was going to go pretty quick. And it's an hour and a half. And it's late. You're in Florida. It's eleven thirty. Um, I do wanna say thank you. You've always supported me and being on the show really is um, an honor for me to celebrate it with I love you.
2: I love you, Cheryl. And Cheryl, you have a client. Thank you. I Tara and Jenny, it's so nice to have met you. Likewise, likewise. And I, and I look forward to enjoying your work. Thank so you. So Sharon,
0: when you come into town, you, you owe me a birthday dinner because we, you were going to come out during December. Okay, um, well,
2: nothing's okay. open, but Muso and Frank's will open. We'll go to Musso's.
0: Okay, when we're allowed, so you do owe me a birthday dinner because you always keep your promises and this mm-hmm. time you will, um, mm-hmm. but I'd rather you be healthy and safe than to give me a birthday dinner right now. Um, and I miss you tons. I miss you um, too. Thank you got so much luck. for inviting me to your party. This is <laughs> so cool. Well, don't worry, because maybe you'll come back on again if you're bored. Um, but because she's really shitty at it, I'm gonna tell her, um, if you wanna follow Sharon Gless on Twitter, it's Sharon underscore Gless at Sharon Gless. Her Instagram is Sharon Gless Real. Her Facebook is Sharon Gless at official Sharon Gless. And her website, I know, that's why I'm fucking reading it. You don't know this shit. Um, SharonGless.com. Um, also, fans may also be interested in CagneyAndLacy.com. Um, and this was provide all this information actually was provided to me by Don LaFreda, who is a good Don LaFreda. Of- And she has, I had a lovely talk with her. And, um, you know, we've been Facebook friends for a long time and we never met. I didn't know that.
2: I didn't know that you were cheating on me.
0: me. (laughs) Every lesbian, I'm friends with every fucking lesbian. Um, It's just a matter (laughs) of when I meet them and when I talk to them, but you were the connector. So thank you, Dawn, for facilitating all of this with Sharon and giving me all her stuff because I probably I thought Dawn would phone in because she's watching. No, I know. She just she's writing. I mean she write she wrote on the she thing. Writes. I mean I, she writes, she's writing. Um, but I just uh Sharon, I do want to say thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank, thank you, you, you for joining thank us. You, I know it's I love you. I've loved you I for love years. You. you be safe. Take care of yourself. Oh, um, I just got I- tested. Oh, negative, negative. Negative <laughs> I've had I've um, I'm on my on my fifth COVID test in wow. two weeks. And I'm negative. So Good. um God bless everybody know wear the masks. Um I, I know it's all controversial. I don't care what y'all say. Just fucking wear the mask. Watch it's the not controversial,
2: game. just wear the fucking
0: mask. Yes. There's okay. nothing controversial yeah, about it. Finale. Wear the mask. Our, Watch our, our... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean say again unpleasant. why are people? Why the hell aren't people washing their hands anyway? I mean, so if you gotta tell someone to wash your hands, fuck it. And um, the whole six feet distancing. I mean, today, everybody, this was this was my, this is what I had to wear all day with yeah. actors. And wow. keep my distancing.
2: My Can you breathe? Are you, you're you know, okay, you're comfortable. Uh-huh. No,
0: I had to walk away. I was given, you know, cause as long as the, as soon as the actors are on the set without masks, the rest of us have to, because if they, God forbid, get it, then there's no show. you know. So everyone yeah. is very yeah. cautious with the actors. Um, so I did my first pilot today. This is
2: all I'm an experiment.
0: Good for you. Well,
2: congratulations. But that's you. I'm, my you too, I'm too, in my office. I'm in my
3: fucking office. What? That's safe for you, too. I mean, if they, like you said, God forbid, they have it. And you're taking their picture. They're spitting right. all over you. So. Yeah. <laughs> because they always yeah.
0: spit. My problem is I yeah. make people laugh. That's my problem. <laughs> So when they laugh, this spit. (laughs) I I really have to. (laughs) So you have to wear the big thing. (laughs) I'm gonna wear the fucking shield. Wrap myself up in a fucking burrito or shit. Uh So, but I'm in my office. Um, I I feel alive. I'm not a good work at home person. Um, So coming in for the last week and a half, doing my feeling like I'm actually doing my job and. I'm so dedicated that I'm actually doing my podcast from my office and it's a mess. Wow. I'm like, look at look, look at how messy. This is third, this is 32 years of shit behind me. Um, <laughs> the but the reason um, I'm
2: at Barney's computer and not mine, because behind mine is my desk. And it is so trashed and so high with crap that I didn't want you to see it.
0: Okay. <laughs> this is it. This is this is actually frozen in time since March, I haven't even cleaned it. So, um, but anyway, everyone, um, thank you for joining us. This is Between the Sheets Podcast. We're on the first and the third Friday of every month on the United Broadcasting Network. This show, the visual show will go on our YouTube station. Um, We are on a million audio things and congratulations to us. We were just added to Amazon's podcast station. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can listen to Between the Sheets as well. So Good we're, for you! Uh, Congratulations! The lesbian-ish, lesbian-ish show, with a little help from our friends, is gaining momentum. Um, so of thank course. you all for watching. Follow me on Instagram, QTEBrat. I had a, I had a manicure, so my nails would look nice for y'all. <laughs> me too. Did Thanks, you have to go yeah. through the back alley, cause I did. Um, and <laughs> no, we <laughs> just have a little.
2: I'm on an island
0: that's in shutdown. Yeah, we go, we, I went to a back alley. Um, and Between the Sheets Facebook page, please like us. Um, Jenny, thank you so much. It's good to see your face again. I'm glad you're part of the team tonight. Um, where can people find you? Tell us a little bit.
3: JennyMcNultyFan.com. So just as you see my name right there, Ed Fan, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live at 1 PM. You can see me there. And I also have okay. a Password, a crazy game show. Oh, and if I may, um, yes. my friends lost their home in the Santa Cruz fires. And so I'm doing a benefit show. I'm getting all my comedy buddies. I got Suzanne Weston for Vicki Shaw, Dana Goldberg. I got a ton of comics. that are all going to be submitting, material, like, to me, like, a, a message to them as well as live stuff. Uh, sh, don't tell them, but we got the Indigo Girls to send them a signed poster because they used to have signed posters all over the house. So next Saturday, uh, benefit show on Facebook, on my Facebook fan page. So Jenny McNulty fan. It's going to be a really good show. I promise you'll be entertained and hopefully raise a little money for two wonderful nurses that their home is just Oh. Been burned to the ground, so we're trying to help them out. They're wonderful people. And if you can watch next Saturday, that's next Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: Thank, thank you, me. Jenny, for all you do and raising the visibility of proper health, proper welfare, veganism in the community. So thank you for using thank your you. voice for positive things always. And I'm proud to call you my friend, so right thank back you.
3: at you, Gay right back at you, Cara
1: Noble. Yes, what mine? are you up to? Um, I, you know, it's kind of the end of summer, and it's time to kind of just start something else. I'm going to actually start writing a book. Good for you! Yay! Yeah, I hey, bless you. Point, you know, like when where do you, where do you even begin? So I, I don't even know where to begin, but I got some good stories too. I'd say
2: you know what you should do.
1: Yes. Are you telling stories about yourself.
2: Yeah, I would get friends, very dear friends, have them come into your living room and sit down. And tell them stories and have a tape recorder there. Very They'll good. Ask you questions yeah. in response to stories you're telling, you'll answer them and you'll end it with them.
1: Right. People stories. remember things that you haven't you you've completely forgotten. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: And that's always right. fascinating and wonderful as well. Thank you. Good that's a very good tip. I've taken So it from Cara,
3: where can people
1: find you? Where yeah. can people Facebook. find you? You know, a Cara Noble, a Facebook, Cara Noble Voice, Facebook. I'm around. You
3: definitely have to do your reading of your book once it's done. Well, I will reading, my <laughs> dear. Yeah, I will.
0: <laughs> and Cheryl Murphy, tell us what's on your plate. Where can
4: people tune in? What's on your plate immediately? Gosh, gosh. well, my website, guys, is mediumcheryl.com. Uh, I just put this book out. I'm one of the authors uh, on Amazon. It's called The Last Breath. Uh, I'm working with Thomas John just in a couple of days. We're doing a mediumship summit online with some okay. other mediums. And then, what uh, is The Last Breath? The Last Breath. It's a book from uh, many authors. We're all mediums, and it just came out on Amazon on Monday. So I've been ah. working book launch all week. Uh, I've been doing this live Facebook all week. But yeah, it's uh, The Last Breath. Thank you on Amazon.com. And then also just like Jenny I'm doing a fundraiser for the fires for the California fires. Oh, uh, me and two other mediums are we're going to be doing uh, readings but all the money all the proceeds go towards California, Oregon helping these fire firemen and women out. So yeah. Tragic. It's
3: so tragic. Oh. Yeah.
4: Global warming.
0: I, I got to say just you know in if you lesson. Have, I mean truly if no one had an anxiety disorder 2020 is bringing it all out in all of us. Right. I can't wait fucking I year know. is over and um and you know we're getting everything you know tenfold and um let's put this aside and maybe this year it was the year of shit but it's also the year of awareness
3: yeah
0: um we all can sit here and just look around and take take Clarity. note out of the environment out of how we live I mean I lost 35 pounds I mean I took a look at myself and I became a better me And with a lot of alone time, I really looked at even the shitty part that I have and have learned to work on it and not skirt it or bury it. And again, this is a reawakening period. So as shitty as this fucked up year was, I think it was really important that we all go through it. And the best part, it was global. So everybody went through it together and we will get through this together. Um, Just be safe and be well. Um, take care of each other can and I call you about later love. about your diet mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay can. Mm-hmm. Um, and um we just let's all just take care of each other yes. um it's important and you know me it's all about love compassion gratitude empathy you know joy and peace um you know is this
4: um, gay <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not about judgment and it's not to say people that, you know, we don't fall into it because we've got a pattern. We've got a pattern. And um, let's try and all just look a little bit within ourselves and try and break that pattern and just become better people. So on that note, I appreciate all of you joining tonight. I appreciate all of you listening. Um, You are the gift that keeps on giving to us. And I hope just like you make my day, I hope we put a little cheer and sunshine in yours.
2: Oh, my God, this
0: is wonderful. (laughs) So please be well. We'll see you in two weeks. I don't have a guest for two weeks. I don't remember. And even if I did, I've got a menopausal, so I don't really quite remember. Um, But someone good will be on. And if not, it'll just be the fucking girls and you're going to love it. So um, be safe, be well. And with always, I love you guys. And namaste. Be well. Thanks, Tony. Bye Tony, thank you. Bye Bye, Annie.